0: Thank you so much for joining us today. This podcast is a ministry of Mountain View Baptist Church in Thomaston, Georgia. For more information about our church or services, please visit our website at mvbaptist.org. We sincerely hope you enjoy the message. Hi. Uh... We've already had church, I suppose. I should dismiss you, take up another offering and dismiss you. Uh, Folks, let me tell you something. Uh, Terry and Dan singing two specials. Dan came to me and said, look, man, that's kind of unorthodox. I said, isn't that what Mountain View is? Let's do two specials, praise God. And I'm thankful he's holding me, first of all. And I'm thankful, I believe, I, when I was sitting there, I got, I got to crying, I could just imagine the world, if you will, just for a minute, just to, if you just humor me, but uh, the world just looking in saying, well, aren't you guys just a bunch of fools? <laughs> Let me tell you something, Were it not for the grace of God. Just holding me dear. See, now I'm glad I'm a fool for Jesus. I'm glad, I'm glad, you know, in, in the midst of this, Larry, I'm looking back at you, and every time you, you say the name Jesus, you start weeping. And you know, and the rest of the world looks at that and says, that's awful crazy. You know what, I, that's awful devoted when I look at it. That's awful devoted. I, I, I'm so thankful for people who, who, who cry. You know what, it keeps my head from swelling when I leak. Amen. It keeps keeps my head from swelling. And and, and the rest of the world can look in and think I'm a fool all they want to. Because I'm going to tell you something. One day every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Hey, and the joke's not on me then, brother. I promise you that. Folks, here's what we got. Hadn't been but a few years ago. A few years ago, I was going over to Mr. Richard Bull's house. He had cancer. He had cancer. His face was swollen whole side of his head was swollen. I go into his home, those of you in Sunday school have heard this story quite a bit, but I go into his home, Chet would go with me, and we'd, we'd go in there and we'd visit Mr. Richard, and we'd go down and we say, Mr. Richard, I want to pray with you, I, I, I want to pray with you, and he'd say, he'd say, let's pray. He'd be laid up, he'd have a blanket over him, He's cold, he'd have a blanket over him, face swollen on one side, having to feed himself through a tube in his stomach. And every time we would pray, he just, just like old man Wrigley, he'd raise his hands. And he'd get to praying and crying. And he'd just believe, he just believed, and, believe, and, believe, and he just believed and hey and look, look, every time we went in there, he was watching a cowboy movie. Every time. I said, Mr. Rich, why are you watching those? No. all oh, I love the I love the old westerns. I love I love the tough guys. I I love the fact that hey they get knocked off the horse and back on the horse. I I love all that. And and, and we we go there time and time again. And he was to me, he was just like he was just like those cowboys to me. I'd go in there and he just wouldn't give up. I'd go in there and if he fell off the horse, if if, if he, he didn't even know, oh, and listen to me, listen. To me, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to hurry tonight. But oh, whoo, the spirit. Let me tell you something. I, I was. I, he couldn't eat anything. He had to feed himself through the stomach. And so he would have these little cans. And, and those of you who are nurses and all, you know, but he had these little cans and he'd have to feed himself and squeeze it into his stomach. Stuff. But here's the thing. He said, Ryan, one day, one day I'm going to be able to taste catfish again. Hey, and then he finally, he finally got to where they felt like the cancer was under control, that he was okay. But here's the thing they had. He, 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 said, he said, I still can't swallow, Ryan. I keep asphyxiated. I keep stuff keeps going into my lungs and stuff, and I, I, can't, I can't eat like I. Hey, and listen, it was a few weeks later. He 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 walked, well, a couple of months later, he walked up to me. He said, Ryan, he said, I want to tell you something. I said, What is it, Mr. Richard? He said, I had a bite of catfish last night. God had, God had delivered him, God had given him catfish. Now, some of us would rather a crispy cream donut, but he had a catfish theo and he was excited about it he could taste again he could swallow again all those things oh listen there are some people out there there's some people out there whether they live or whether they die are going to follow the lord They're going to follow him. They're going to have their hands in the air and praise him in the good times. They're going to praise him in the bad times. But there are people out there who are fighting the enemy of God. They're the enemy of God and they're fighting. Back in the 1800s, Ingersoll, he was a a famous, what he was, he was a famous atheist. And he'd go around and do lectures after lectures. This isn't anything new. He'd do lecture after lecture after lecture trying to prove to the world. Trying to prove to the world that there was no God. And this Robert Ingersoll, this, here he is. I thought this was interesting because I did some computer work with You can actually, it looks like you could see him tomorrow. This is the late 1800s. But he would go and he would lecture over and over again about how there was no God. Two people went and they see one of, his, one of his things one night and they, they wanted to see his lecture and they listened to it. On the way home, one of the friends that was an atheist looked at him and said, what'd you think about that? The believer looked at him and said, that's all well and good. But until he can explain my mama's change... He can't explain anything. Until he can explain how somebody so wretched can become somebody so good, he don't have anything. He don't have anything to tell me. Until he can tell me how I've changed from what I was to what I am today and how you changed from what you were to what you are today, then he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have a leg to stand on. Here he was, an enemy. Do you know they did a, there was a company one time? I forgot the name of the company, but all he wanted to do is he wanted to do a lie detector test. This is back when these things were big. A lie detector test to get a job there. And here's one of the questions on the test. Do you believe in God? That was one of the tests on the thing. Do you believe in God? And he had a lie detector there that they were hooked up to willingly in order to get this job. He said when he got to people who willingly admitted they did not believe in God, in the outside, when they were asked that question and they said, no, I do not, the lie detector said, said that they were lying. See, here, here's, here's what we'll know. There's a lot of them that believe there's a God, but they don't like God. They don't like the standard. There are people out there who are the enemy of God. Now, let me tell you something. There are people out there who are the enemy of Satan. You say, every Christian is. Oh, yeah, to a degree. But let me promise you something, those Christians that just stay still and do nothing, and I'm not just talking about serving in different areas of church, I'm talking about don't do the praying, don't do the witness, and all that, the devil likes you just fine. Though you may be an enemy of his, he's not going to bother you or mess with you at all. But then there's two types of people that he can't stand, and that's hell's wanted, just like the cowboys and their posters they had up, they said most wanted. There's hell's wanted and there's hell's most wanted. Hell's wanted and hell's most wanted. If you would, please stand for the reading of God's word. Praise God, we'll be in Hebrews chapter 11. You know it as the faith chapter. can preach on this for days and days on end. Start with verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, for the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which to appear. By faith Abel, now I'm going to skip these verses going down, but I'm going to keep saying by, by faith Abel, by faith Enoch, by faith Noah, by faith Abraham, by faith Sarah, Look, look, look. And then it says, when we get to verse 13. Verse 13. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, embraced them, confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. I'm going to skip forward to verse 33. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, Wax valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. You may be seated. Well, let me tell you a story. And many of you know when you've studied, when you have studied special forces, or you watch specials on TV, there's a special team called the SEALs. And these SEALs in training, here's what will happen. When these seals are trained, they, they will, they'll, have to, they'll have one particular week. It's about the fourth or fifth week. I can't remember. The fourth week, I think, where they will call it, they call it hell week. And this, this is, it said the fourth week. The fourth week is that week. Now listen to me carefully. That week will be the hardest week of their entire training. They will go 120 hours with only four hours of sleep. 120 hours with only four hours of sleep. And men, those times are very sporadic. Maybe 15 minutes here, maybe 10 minutes here. They will be put into freezing water. They'll be—they'll have sand all over them, mud all over them. They'll crawl on They—they'll—they'll they'll, they'll listen. They'll be messing with their brain more than they'll be messing with their bodies. But their bodies will be frozen and tired and cold in 120 hours, hallucinating at times. Oh, the—the the people will come. Up, the trainers will come up to them and ask them, tell them to tell them to do certain tasks. One time they'll tell them to do it with a 300-pound log. The next time they'll tell them not to do it with a 300-pound log as a team. They'll tell them. They'll tell them. They'll say, go do this, and some of the guys will think they meant to do it with a log, and they'll pick this thing up when they never needed to. Oh, they were just testing that brain, and testing them under pressure, and testing them under these times, and look here, listen to me, listen to me carefully, listen to me carefully, all the time trying their best to get down to the numbers of the 20% that will remain after hell week. Now, I'm telling you, they're going to do everything that they can. Oh, right, I could make it through. No, you couldn't. Maybe there's somebody that could, but you see, there's the Christian, and then there's the chapter on faith. You say, oh, I can never be that. Yes, you could, but God is, listen, this whole week, God was saying, you want to see amazing things happen in churches around this nation? I'm calling on a special group of people. Hell's most wanted. When we look at these people right here, we see it's a chapter of faith, and we understand. Let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The other day, and this was just happening. It was something that happened in my spirit. It was families feeding families. I kept seeing people come in and get boxes, load boxes, all these different things. You know what I noticed about it? I noticed that the people working there and serving there were all regular people. You know, I'm looking for the I'm looking for the high and mighty. I'm looking for the strong. They're coming in. I'm going to serve. I'm going to do this. They were all regular people. They were coming there. They were the firemen. They were the nurses. They were the workers. They were the teachers. They were all this, and they were coming in. They were working and they were going hard and as fast as they could. And here was the thing: when we when we looked at it, I looked at that and I said, God, these are the people you're choosing. He says, I am choosing these people to be something stronger than ever. There are those, and then even then, there are levels. There are those who are hell's wanted, not quite hell's most wanted. Let me tell you something. God wants to take you out if you're even close to anything like this. God says, I want to, I want to take, I want to take them out of this world one day. Listen to me carefully. Want to take them out of this world one day and reward them? We'll see it in a minute. But guess who wants to take you out of this world for another reason? The devil does. The devil wants to take you out and wants to kill you, do whatever he can. When you have, look, when you have those people that come, you say, Ryan, I don't know any tough birds. Let me tell you something. There are people out there who will devote themselves more to work than they will to witnessing and more more to their job. Of course, there's there's those people who don't, who don't think about their job at all, who don't, listen, listen, I I just, I wish I didn't have to work. I wish somebody just send me the money. I wish I didn't have to go in. boss one time, he said, you missed work yesterday. The man said, no, not particularly, amen. I but, but, here, but here's the thing, folks. I promise you this. God's looking for a specific lady or a specific man. He's looking for somebody he can trust, an elite, if you will. The first thing that we see is this. Hey, hell's wanted are full of faith. Look at that. That's the good stuff. We're going to talk about the good stuff. They are full of faith. There was a lady, when at the church I came from, from Rock Springs, there was a lady there. She'd get up in the choir, uh, and she would, she would sing. She'd have her hands up and everything. But th- this was the lady that even Benny went to when he wanted prayer. She'd have her hands up, and she would pray. She'd go off. She'd walk off the stage. She'd walk off the stage, and people would come to her and say, I just want you to pray for me. I just want you to pray for me. I just want you to pray for me. What godly woman, older woman, and she'd just pray. And she'd pray the Spirit of God on you. See, there's, see there, when, it's, when we say, when the devil says, that's the type of person we got to take out of this world. And God says, I'm going to take them out of this world one day. I'm going to take them out of this world. But for right now, I need them there with that strong faith. This can't be garden variety faith. I was over, and I, I know they got the picture, and, and I hope they show it. I was, I was over at Bob Bullock's today, and he has a plant there. It was an ugly, oh, there it is. This is a, what do we say, a stag, what? A staghorn. Now look at this thing. It looks like a big cabbage. I just, wanted, I just wanted to make it, I wanted to boil it. You know what he told me? He said, Ryan, I said, what do, you, what, what do you feed it? He said, we feed it bananas. I said, no, no, Bob, what do you feed it? He said, no, no, we feed it bananas. You just throw it in, the peel and all. You just throw it in the middle of the plant and it eats it. I said, man, that's something else. I said, you had to have brought that from Florida. He said, oh yeah. I said, you animals, y'all are crazy. If it didn't eat a banana, eat a kitten. There's garden variety faith, where the winds come and blow down the faith, and then there's oak tree faith. Then there's people of faith. Then there's oak tree faith. Then it won't fall. Hey, listen, God comes in and says, Abraham, I want you to uproot and I want you to move. Only way I would do that is if this state turns blue. I hope it doesn't, folks. I hope it doesn't. But here's the thing. He, here's what he says. He says, "Listen. He says, Abraham, I want you to uproot and move." And he just goes. He had oak faith. All these people. When we look at Noah and Abraham and Sarah and and, and all of these people that he keeps naming and naming and a Jacob, Isaac, all these people, uh, Rahab, the whole nine yards. When we look at these people, these were people of enormous faith. Oh, you say, Ryan? That's what I want to be. I want to be that. I want to have that faith and see things happen. You say, all right, listen, listen. But with faith comes works we got to be witnessing. You say, well, Ryan, which is better, faith or works? Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what William Booth said. He was the, he was the founder of, uh, of Salvation Army. He said, it's two legs, faith and works. You walk with one, faith and then works, and then faith and then works, and then faith and then works. He says, oh, people of faith, the ones the devil hates, he hates you with everything, are the people who will take step after step in faith. We look and we see faith that hundreds will be saved, faith that Christianity can survive, faith that churches can grow, faith in all this. Look, and we look look to Galatians where it teaches us that I will boast in nothing but the cross. I will not boast in my power. I will boast in my faith in Jesus Christ. Oh, that we would know that the people of God will boast in the cross. You say, that's the kind of thing I want to be. Well, let me tell you, just like we told the deacons this morning, that's what, that, you become that type of person and the world will change. But folks, that's not all. The people of faith prepare for promises. I see all these war movies. I, look, look, I see all the war movies where they sit there and they go into the woods and they, they, get, they get on the phone and say, listen, I need some backup. I need you to come in. We got them all around us. They surrounded us and they're calling for people. They say, they're, they're calling for people in the midst of all that. I, I, I read a lot about wars and stories of wars, but World War II... Winston Churchill had a special force called the Royal Air Force. It was what England had. And they were being bombed by the Germans and they had this Royal Air Force. Never in the history, never in the history of warfare have so many owed so much to so few is what he said. This Royal Air Force was strong. They were great. They were being killed like nobody's business, but they were going up and they were fighting. And many times these were handsome young men. They were handsome young men. And they would go in and they would would fight this war. And and, and sometimes because of a a malfunction of of their aircraft, a lot of times if they didn't eject right on time, they would end up with a small explosion that would happen in the hatch and would mess up their face. Now listen carefully. There were two, thing, two different things that happened to these men with girlfriends and wives. Either the girlfriend or wife would leave them because they couldn't handle what happened to their face. And those people would be recluse. They would be recluse. They'd go into their homes. They wouldn't be seen. They'd do their own thing. They were like, these people have left me. I can't go out in public anymore. I'm talking about the Royal Air Force. They couldn't go out. They, they just wouldn't go out. But then there was a type where the wife stayed with him no matter what. Or the girlfriend stayed and become his wife and stayed and supported him and loved him no matter what his face looked like. And they would go on to be executives and, and all types of things in society. Listen, listen. The people who who are or, or, or hell's wanted, that the hell wants to go after them, hell wants to destroy them are people who believe in the promises of God let me tell you what the promise here is the promise is no matter what happens to you Jesus will never leave you or forsake you he will never leave you or forsake you here he is in the midst of it preparing for the promises that's what happens that's what happens with God's anointed and hell's wanted but you know what happens to us we have doubt there's not a man, woman, boy, or girl in this room that hasn't had doubt. I was talking to Sunday school this morning. Dennis, you'll remember this. I was talking to Sunday school this morning. We were talking about doubting Thomas. Thomas. All Thomas said. All the disciples were doubting, but when Thomas came in. He said, "Listen, you got to show me the scars in the hand. Show me, show me that. Show me that sliced side. Show me that, and then I'll believe." And Jesus shows it to him. But remember what Thomas said. He is the only disciple. Oh, they all called him Lord at different times, Messiah at different times. Thomas says this. He says, "My Lord and my God." My Lord and my God, he believed, I believe in the promises of God. I believe, and look, look, whatever's happening, God's purpose for this crazy today may happen on another tomorrow. You may find out what that purpose is on another tomorrow. Oh, but God's, God's anointed and hell's wanted, they strike down strongholds. You kind of like all this. This is who I want to be, you say. Let's talk about it for a minute. They strike down. Listen, the devil can't stand a man or woman of God walking with a sledgehammer, busting down strongholds. He'll do whatever he can to come against you. But listen, addictions, addictions that are tearing apart families and people. Oh, a man or woman of God who is sold out to God, who is hell's wanted. Not yet most wanted, but hell's wanted. They want to go after and stop them. Those people know how to tear down strongholds. They'll get on their knees and they'll pray for those people addicted to all kinds of things. Addicted to pornography, addicted to drugs. Oh, did you see the article? They have found out as many already knew with the opiates. They found out that not there was a it was a, a medical consulting company that pushed that push cotton pushed it with all their strength, with all their might to get as many people, they've, they've exposed this, to get as many people addicted to it as possible and then sell them the antidote to get them off of it. They, listen, this company suggested that rebates be given to companies who, to, to places who people have died from the Isocontin so, so that the doctors will keep prescribing it and prescribing it, give them rebates, give them rebates. Folks, this is the world we're in. Listen, we got to have people who will be sold out to God to fight this stuff. Addictions. We break down the strongholds of anger. There was a husband one time, he was he, he, he talking to his wife, he said, every time we argue, you know, you don't ever, you don't ever say anything back. It's just me arguing and stuff. He's just so patient. How is that? She says, This is how I do it. I I, I go and I clean the bathroom. He said, How does that help you? She said, I use your toothbrush. <laughs> Folks, listen to me, listen to me. We got an ability, we've got an ability, folks, listen to me. We've got an ability to break down strongholds, but it takes men and women of God to break down fear, to step out, step over, and step through. To break down anxiety, folks, let me tell you something. Wherever you stand on COVID-19, wherever you stand, and there is a spectrum of Christians who stand at all areas of the panoramic view. But wherever you stand... There has never been a unified cause of the devil to destroy the church like this one. Now listen to me, whether whether you're on the side of taking care of yourself, which makes sense, or you're on the side of over here like I'm not going to give a rip, which makes sense. Hey, it all it all can you can all make your arguments. But let me tell you something. When they say, listen, we're gonna shut down states, and we're gonna shut down this, and we're gonna to toss out the Constitution, we're gonna to toss out this law, we're gonna to toss out that law, you can't do this, you can't breathe here, you can't touch that, you can't do this. Let me tell you something, friends. This is all, this is the devil saying, Oh, I finally got you right where I want you. You don't think they'll take another Easter from us? Guess again. Guess again. They'll take Easter, and they'll take Christmas, and they'll take all they can take, and they'll do it. They shut down some states, folks. They shut it down and dare you to do anything. Supreme Court says it was a 5-4 decision. Hadn't been for Amy Comey Barrett, they would have taken you back away your right to go to church. That's the Constitution. Four judges said the Constitution doesn't guarantee you that right. That's how close we are. To this whole thing unraveling, it takes men and women of God to to break through regret and break through anxiety to break through these things. Our our land, listen to me. Our loved ones are losing. Our friends are failing. Our pulpits are pampered. Our sanctuaries are soft. Oh, folks, it's getting five-four decision. Here's another thing, because we're about to get to the hard part. They dodge danger. Praise God, everybody can raise their hands. Oh, they dodged danger? That's so good. I, I'm so glad they were able to get... Listen, this is what the word said. They, 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 they were able to avoid the sword. They stopped the mouths of lions. Praise God. Wouldn't I want to be one of those? Quench the fire. Escape the edge of the sword. They stayed strong in the fights when it said... They they turned back strong armies. They they listen, the dead were raised again. Oh, that's exciting. All those things are exciting, but that's for hell's wanted. But there's another group. I went by one of the uh, greatest outlaws I know, David Boyd's house. And I got his son's hat. There's hell's wanted, and then there's hell's most wanted. And let me tell you about the devil. Let's go, back, let's go back to hell week. What happens to those guys is this. Somebody comes up on them and says this. Don't you want to go home? Don't don't you want to go home? (laughs) It's freezing in this water, Bill. It's it's freezing. It's freezing in this water. It's cold. Hey, listen, boy. The inside of your legs are burning. They're burning because they're bleeding. Because all the sand is scratching them. You're chaffed all the way inside of here. You can't even walk. What's wrong with you, boy? All you got to do is go and ring the, once you ring that bell, you can go, look, there's a luxury hotel two miles from this place. You can let it go, look at these guys and say, I'm gone, I'm out of here, I'm going to do it. And listen what, the devil says that to every Christian. Oh, why are you struggling so? Why are you fighting so? Why are you letting them do that to you? All you got to do is sit in a pew and do nothing. That's all you got to do. Just, hey, sit back, relax, don't do anything, just ring the bell. You see, because what it is is not about your physical endurance; it's about your mental endurance. You see, they feed them seven thousand calories a day, and they still lose weight. They can't function. They haven't. They haven't slept. And listen, when they get rewarded with five minutes of sleep and then they're slapped awake and then they keep going, listen to me, listen to me, folks. In the midst of all this, there are these people that are, because let me, let me read something to you. You're like, oh, I like all those miracles. I like all those miracles. Well, let me read something to you. In that same book of Hebrews, let me read what happens to these folks. Women receive their dead, raised again. This is in verse 35. But wait a second. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sown asunder, were tempted, were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and in caves. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us, which was Jesus Christ. Listen, listen to me carefully folks there's hells wanted but then there's that group of people who says i don't want a pampered life i want the life god wants for me and that is a hard life oh that won't sell books they trust through the trials there's nothing listen to me There's nothing the devil can do with a man or woman who says my life on the other side is more important than my life on this side. There's nothing he can do. Don't ever let them get like that, he tells his demons. Don't ever get, let them get where they will sacrifice everything. Don't let them ever get like that. Oh, listen, take them out. Whatever you got to do, put sickness on them. Try to do whatever you can. And God says, oh, listen, if you will sacrifice for me, if you'll go out there, if only your only sacrifices, just, just go out these doors and look like a fool as you witness for Christ. Oh, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be the beginning? But these people, they would do this. They would do whatever they could. They would be right in here. They would say, I'm going to do this no matter what what but too many people stop and ring the bell I'm so glad when Jesus said if the Roman army compels you to go 1 mile go 2 you see the Roman army could stop you at any point and say you're going to carry our load for a mile and you had to do it you think Jesus, what he would say was, hey, heck with Rome, heck with Rome, you just do what you want to do. No, 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 he said, here's what you're going to do to prove you are godly, is you're going to say, not only will I go one mile, I'll go two. But see, here's the thing, Jesus could have stopped at one mile on his way to the cross. Jesus could have stopped at one mile. Let me tell you something, you want to see revival, I promise you this, if 10 people decide to be hell's most wanted, this whole world will be rocked. If this, in this room, if 10 people say, I will be one of hell's most wanted, I'll give up whatever. If whatever comes against me, I'll let it come against me. I will stand tried and true. I will fight for this. People who are hell's most wanted, they trust through the trials. What's the next thing? They'll wander through the wasteland. They'll wander through the way. How many times, folks? How many times? Has the devil come to you and said it's time to quit? How many times has he come to you and said, what are you doing? What are you doing, surfing, Johnny, how many times has he come to you and said, you know what? You got five or six, a dozen people this church is trying to help at one time. How, how, how is it? How is he going to keep up with all this? Why, why don't we just do our own thing? Why, why, why do you, you want to walk again, Tandy. Does the enemy ever get in your head, Tandy? He'll get in every one of our heads. Right. And I'm willing to walk through that wilderness. It said, Lord, I'm willing to walk with you no matter what. Oh, what I'd love to preach to you is if you get right with God, that wallet's going to be fat. That wallet's gonna be fair. Hey, you're gonna have everything you want. Hey, the, the, look, you're gonna walk down the road and people are gonna move out of the way as you walk. You're gonna be so holy and great, people are just gonna walk out it. He said, No, you wanna see revival? You wanna see all that? We've gotta be sold out. Hell's most wanted. The devil's sinner. What do we got to do to take her out? What do we got to do to take her out? People are being saved because she doesn't care. Hey, well, look, we got people making fun of her. We got people putting stuff online about her. We got all that kind of stuff. She isn't stopping. She isn't stopping for some reason. She keeps witnessing. She keeps telling people about Jesus, about the cross. She keeps telling them, oh, listen, you got to stop them. People are getting saved. And, And the demons are like, it's too late. She's sold out. Here's, a, here's another thing. Hell's most wanted. They live in an unworthy world. They live in an unworthy world. This folks, this is not our land. When we look at the things we plant, my, my papa used to how many of you remember, how many of you remember a garden. And I used to walk out in that garden, and I told you, I've told you this before. I'd walk out in that garden, and I'd be barefoot. And that soil would be so hot, it'd toughen your feet up. I'd walk through that, and he would, he'd plant. He'd plant that stuff, and he would, he'd put the best fertilizer on it. He'd put, the, he'd put the best treatment, and those plants would come up. Folks, folks, we've been planted. We've been planted in the desert. It's not worthy of God's people. It's not, it's not worthy of God's people. Here's the thing. Right outside these uh, flowers, all around this church, and Judy Garles comes and, 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 and makes sure all those flowers, nobody ever sees her. She comes and she, she takes care of all of those, but they're planted in the best soil. She takes care of them. She waters them just right. Oh, that the Rose of Sharon would be in a desert that's out there. Oh, that we would be. This, wor- this world's not worthy of us, folks. Why do we hang on to this world so much? We need to tell people about Jesus. Live in a world that's unworthy. Here's another thing. The last thing they receive a promoted resurrection. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna. Ta- I'm gonna teach you a word tonight. As we close, these people didn't choose to be delivered. They chose to die. What the word is, is this. It's a Greek word. It's called tampanizo, where we get a, our word tambourine. What they would do, listen to me carefully. Listen, to, don't, don't, don't zone me out. Don't put up the sheets yet. They would stretch out that person like a skin over a drum. And they say all you got to do Theo is say you don't believe. And they could have chosen to say you're right, I don't. And they would have let him down. This is talking about Christians. This is talking about people who follow Christ. This is talking about the people he loved. This is the people he loved. Oh, goodness, I was talking in Sunday school. Listen, Jesus is up on the cross. This one thief says, you're nothing but a scoundrel and a liar. One of them says, I want to be with you. I believe you are who you are. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Oh, if I'd been Jesus, I just don't know what I'd do. But listen, if I'd been Jesus, i said, hey, you can hop off on the cross now. You can hop off. You believe. I can't get off. I'm, I'm saving souls, but you can get off. Get off and just walk out. That'll These people will be shocked. Oh, they'll be revival. Get off the cross. Go on. He didn't deliver them there. He said, listen, today you'll be with me in paradise. Why? That is a better resurrection. That is a better resurrection. See, we've got ourselves so, oh, listen, if you deliver me from death here, I'll be great. He says, no, no, no. He says, the better resurrection's on the other side. I don't want to be delivered if it means I've got to recant my love for Jesus. Oh, you're just going to have to give me the better resurrection, the eternal resurrection. Oh, that I would serve God no matter what. He may serve me. Listen, though he slay me, yet will I serve him. Though he slay me, yet will I serve him. It is an awful thing. But listen, does he heal? Yes. Does he deliver? Yes. Does he help? Yes. But folks, what he's looking for, is that man, that woman, that boy, that girl who can become one of the most wanted people in all of hell. And if you become that, I can promise you this, revival will start in one corner of the room and will break out to the other. And this city, this county, this state, and this awful dark nation will see Jesus lifted up like never before. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Folks, I wonder how many of us, including myself, could sit back on that assessment and say, that's exactly what I want. I want to be used by God. Because what you're saying is this. You're saying... Whatever comes my way, whatever comes my way, I'm going to serve him. No matter what happens to me, I'm going to witness and love him. Whatever comes my way, I'm going to stand firm and stand strong. Whatever sickness, whatever illness, whatever comes my way, I'm going to serve God right through it. And though he slay me, I will stand firm in the love and admonition of my Savior and Lord. I'll give him all the glory and praise and honor. Lord Jesus, we love you. We praise you. We give you all glory. We want to see our nation right. We want to see our families right. We want to see ourselves right. And God, we are ready and willing to be the people you will use to see that very move happen tonight. Lord Jesus, we love you. We praise you and we thank you. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. As we stand and sing, as we stand and sing, I wonder how many, I wonder how many are willing to be sold out for Jesus Christ. What a wonderful and inspiring word we've just heard. It is our prayer that our Lord has richly blessed you through this message. Please join us next time for another message from our pastor. Until then, may you find hope and peace through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior.